welcome to Steeping Around. I'm Terry Labaugh, the show's producer, and your host, Manish Shah, is out sick this week, unfortunately. If you've been listening to the show, this was supposed to be the third episode in our series on tea and liquor, two subjects that are very close to our heart. Unfortunately, we will not be doing that this week. We'll pick up on that next week. This week, we're going to play for you one of our favorite episodes. It is also called the catnip episode. For those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, basically, we got a listener email asking us about the effects of catnip tea. So we drank some on the air and got kind of buzzed. <laughs> and then we tell you all about it. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun to listen to. Go ahead and play the tape, Sarah. Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined, as always, by very calm and cool collected producer, Terry Clark. Pleasure to be here. And why is Terry so calm? Actually, I'm calm too. Yes. We are doing our show today on catnip tea. This is kind of a detour for us because we had originally only planned on doing six shows on green herbal teas. But somewhere in the midst of that, we got an email from a listener asking us to review catnip tea. Now, we do not, as the Maya Tea Company, have catnip tea in our offices. We don't put them in any of our herbal blends. There may be a slight bias towards catnip because I happen to be very allergic to cats. Don't hate the cats for your allergies. I don't hate the cats, but <laughs> when I come to your house, because you have two beautiful kitties. They do. And the one knows that I'm allergic. I think they do know. Yes, and looks over and goes, you, you are allergic to me. I'm going to come over. Uh, I think so. And mess with you. I don't know why they all do that. And I, that's happened to me virtually every home I go to when there's a See, cat. See, if you walked in the house and said, come here, kitty, they would avoid you like the plague. I'll try that next time. I, I promise I you. you I, anything to avoid the allergies. <laughs> Nonetheless, we got a wonderful email from a listener. Yes, we actually do read all your emails and pay attention. And... This listener actually requested that we do a show on catnip tea, and it fit quite nicely because we were doing all these shows on green herbal teas, and catnip happens to be one of them. It does, actually. It fits in perfect, and our email goes like this. Hey, Manish. Love your show. You are Mr. T. <laughs> so I'm coming to you with this request. Have you tried catnip tea? I've heard about it, and it seems to have some medicinal values. I sure would like to hear your take on catnip tea. I think you and Terry should drink some and see what happens. Maybe do a show while high on catnip tea. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. All the best, Eileen. <laughs> we have been drinking catnip tea. Allergic to cats, but not allergic to catnip tea. It's got a lot of great things going on. And so we did get some in. We cupped it. We tried it. And we uh, are going to bring you the results. We're going to talk about what it is, where it comes from, a little short history about catnip tea, some of the health benefits, how you can make a great cup of catnip tea. And, of course, we're going to talk about the effect that catnip tea had on both Terry and I. Are we really high at the moment? No, not yet. Maybe a little. Maybe. I don't know. And we'll also <laughs> talk a little bit about what happened when Terry took the catnip tea home to her cats. Yeah. Very funny story, yeah. actually. So you want to <laughs> stick around for that. 
Catnip actually fits in perfectly with our series on green herbal teas. It's actually a member of the mint family. Now, we talked about mint when we started talking about green herbal teas. We also talked about lemon balm, which is very similar. And catnip sort of falls into the same category. It's very similar in terms of size. It grows to about three to five feet tall. It has the same oblong, narrow leaves. And a little like mint, it also has those... Uh, they call them hairy, but I prefer to use the word down, a little down on the underside of the leaves. And so many of the characteristics that you'd find in mint, you also find in catnip. The Latin name for catnip is Nepeta cataria, and it actually originates in Europe. That's where the plant is indigenous to. The first mentions of catnip are actually in Roman writings, and you see them using it for both medicinal purposes as well as in their cooking. But when catnip really takes off, it seems to be is in the Middle Ages, especially in the hands of the English, who spent a lot of time with it, uh, wrote quite extensively about it. In fact, there is a, a great story by an English horticulturalist by the name of Philip Miller, who was trying to grow catnip commercially because he wanted to sell it as tea and medicine. And in his notes, he spoke about how frustrated he was <laughs> because the cats kept coming into his garden and rolling in all the catnip <laughs> and basically flattening it all out. Mm -hmm. And so to solve that problem, he actually literally had to put up thorny bushes on the outside. That's one oh, way to deal with that's that one problem. Way. Catnip also is something that we find very common here in this country, in America as well, and it came with the colonists. Oh, in yeah. fact, 1796, we know, is the first commercial mention that catnip was being grown. And so it's been around in this country and in Europe for a long time. Grows during the hot weather, much like mint, April, May through about September, October, depending upon yep. when your area warms up. It likes the sun. It likes the warm climates. And it is very prolific. It'll as long as over. the cats don't flatten it. As yes. long as the cats don't <laughs> flatten it, it'll grow. It's pretty tough. And uh, oftentimes it will survive even when the people who planted it have moved on. That's right. Well, we are going to move on. And talk about some of the health benefits of catnip. We'll talk about what it's like to make a cup, how you can make a cup. And later on, we're also going to talk about the effect that catnip tea had on Terry and I and her two adorable, if somewhat mm, evil, cats. <laughs> They're unhypoallergenic. Oh, <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, my name is Roxanne and I am with the Maya Tea Company. Now Manish and the guys know an awful lot about tea and they have put together some incredible blends. But let's face it, sometimes they still need a woman's touch. I have a special gift for aesthetics and have put the finishing touches on most of the tea blends that we make in-house. But I've also created my own blends from scratch. One of my own tea blends has become the number one seller for the Maya Tea Company, the Pomegranate Mojito Green Tea. Pomegranate Mojito mimics one of my favorite bar drinks with fresh green tea, peppermint, lime, and pomegranate. And don't worry, if you're missing that extra kick, this tea tastes incredible with an added ounce of tequila or rum. Don't be afraid to spice up your teas. That's what I do. 
You can find my pomegranate mojito tea as well as recipes and many tea cocktail ideas at www.mayatea.com. You can save 15% on any of your tea selection, particularly the pomegranate mojito. Our coupon code is STEEP. Cheers! Or as we say here in the Southwest, salute! Here at Steeping Around, I am your host, Mini Shop, and we are talking all things tea. Joining me, as always, producer Terry Clark. Thank you. And we are actually talking all things catnip tea. Based on an email from a listener, Eileen, we have launched into this exploration of a tea that we normally do not even carry at the Maya Tea Company. That neither one of us knew anything about Indeed. before this started. And we did our research, and we have made some cups of catnip tea and are drinking it while we're doing the show, it actually has lots and lots of health benefits. It's been cited in herbal writings for many years from Europe, and it basically is very cooling and soothing. It's an anti-inflammatory, and it's good for things that are inflaming nature. What would those be? Well, for example, for your head. If you had a headache based on stress, catnip is very good for that. Catnip tea will actually help ease some of the discomfort of a headache. Say, for example, we're talking about your sinuses or your lungs, breathing inflammation, things like asthma, bronchitis, cough, sore throat. Catnip tea, also helpful in relieving some of those symptoms, ease some of your coughing, and kind of loosen up those lungs so you can breathe better. That's pretty cool. It's very cool. Also, things that might be considered inflammatory in your stomach and digestion. Colic in babies, indigestion, heartburn, upset stomach. Again, catnip is very soothing and very calming for those conditions as well. It's even good for skin conditions. If you use it as a poultice, so you take the leaves and you kind of grind them down and you put them on, say, for example, cuts, abrasions, burns, or insect bites, Again, inflammatory skin conditions, putting it on as a poultice, very cooling, very soothing, and can actually help speed healing. But the number one thing that catnip tea is really known for and is really good for is as an aid in sleep and relaxation. It actually has a constituent called nepolectone. Hey, good job. You said it right. <laughs> yeah, that was, we, we think. Uh, we weren't sure. Nepolectone. <laughs> And it's actually very similar to some of the compounds found in valerian root. Now, we've not talked about valerian root, and we will eventually on the show when we continue our series on herbals. But valerian root is sort of the precursor to Valium. And for those of you who have taken Valium, you know that's definitely a sleepy time yeah, aid. that is serious stuff. And catnip tea is very similar in that manner. In fact, there is lots of anecdotal evidence about mothers giving it to their children to help them sleep better. People taking it to sleep better. We actually have clinical evidence for both mice and for chickens who have actually had longer sleeping times than they normally would. So we know for sure that's one thing it is good for. As far as how you can make a cup of catnip tea, it's quite easy. Again, it doesn't have any caffeine in it, and it's not too tannicky, so it's pretty easy to make. It does go a little bitter, and so you have to be careful. We may have 
just wanted to use a little less of it in the batch that we made. Yeah, and the batch that we made was a little bitter. But generally speaking, it's not too bad. It's pretty resilient. What you want to do is take a cup of boiling water and put about a teaspoon of loose dried catnip leaves. That's what we did. And we let it sit for quite a while, almost 15 minutes until the temperatures came down. That's what was recommended. And you almost want to get to a point where it's not a hot cup of tea, but almost like a warm cup of tea that you're drinking. And you can add some honey or you can add some sweetener to it if it helps ease the flavor. Yeah, I think we should have put some honey in it. Yeah, the flavor is kind of interesting. It's very sort of vegetal, Mm -hmm. straw-like, a little bitter. It has some mint properties. Some hints of cooling, but it's not as... Uh, it's not as easy to drink right. as mint or lemon balm. It's it's a little actually like the tea that we talked about last week, yerba mate, which if you listen to our description may have made you feel like it wasn't that tasty. <laughs> and yerba mate is a bit of an acquired taste, but the effects really outweigh the flavors of yerba mate. And I think the same thing can be said for catnip tea. I think so too. The effects of drinking a cup of catnip tea sort of outweigh maybe some of the challenges of the flavors that you might get in a cup. What are those effects? Oh, we're going to get to that. We're going to talk about what these very strong cups of catnip tea did to both Terry and I, as well as what did the catnip that Terry took home do to her cats? Stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hello, this is Terry from the Maya Tea Company. You may know my voice from the show Steeping Around. In addition to producing the show, I am also the Maya Tea Sales Representative for the weekly Tucson Farmers Markets. One of my daily rituals is an afternoon pot of tea. Sometimes I need a little push from a strong pot of Yunnan breakfast tea to help me get through the rest of my day. And other times, I like to unwind from a busy day with a steamy mug of relaxing mint tea. The Maya Tea Company makes it easy for me to find the perfect blend to suit my every mood. So, no matter what mood you find yourself in, the Maya Tea Company has the right tea for you. And if you're not lucky enough to live in beautiful Tucson, Arizona, please visit our website at www.mayatea.com where you can browse our large selection of teas from all over the world. Remember, you can save 15% by entering the coupon code STEEP, that's S-T-E-E-P, when checking out. Otherwise, we'll see you at the farmer's markets. And remember, you meet some interesting people when you're steeping around. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Chilling out here with my producer, Terry Clark. Hello again. And chilling out indeed. Today's show was based on an email that was sent to us from Eileen. She had a question about catnip tea. A whole show, it turned out to be. If you have a question or a comment about the show or about tea, please email us. Our email address is steep at myat.com. That is S-T-E-E-P at myat.com. You can also fan us on Facebook. We have weekly Facebook contests where we give away free tea. You can find our Facebook sites at both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And as always, 
please visit our website, www.mayate.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A dot com. Well, I think we definitely have, maybe not a bone to pick with Eileen, <laughs> but definitely uh, a, a few words to get to her. <laughs> because first of all, you didn't put your mailing address. We right. would, we, Whenever we get mail from people and we use it on the show, we want to send you free tea. Lots of people have done so, but a surprising number of people don't put their mailing address when they send us emails. Trust me, we're not going to sell it to some person who's going to harass you. We just want to send you a little package of free tea. So Eileen, if you should think about this, please do send us your mailing address and we will send you some free tea. Also, you said that you would like for us to do the show while we were Hi, after drinking catnip tea. Well, I got to tell you, this is nothing of the sort. <clears throat> catnip tea is soothing as advertised. If you may have noticed, perhaps my speech and my overall voice is certainly a little slower than normal. Yeah. Because this catnip tea has done a humdinger. I am almost sleepy. Now, I feel okay. So. I know, but you got amped up on caffeine before this. Well, heck yeah. But tell me why you're feeling no, so No, I am sleepy. This really had an effect. I'm probably more sensitive right now than normal to the effects of different things. Because I am detoxing. Well, I'm on a cleanse. For those of you who've listened to the show the past couple of weeks, we talked about the fact that I had started doing yoga, Ashtanga yoga in particular. And the whole basis for that yoga is that they put you into... Positions where you stretch, a.k.a. torture yourself, <laughs> and therefore, you know, are essentially detoxing all of your lymphs and all of your muscles and so your tissues. So you were in the middle of detoxing when so you decided am, to detoxify yourself a little bit I am still in the middle of today. my cleanse and my detox day three, <laughs> and I got to tell you, this has hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> but it's not just me that it managed to have an impact upon. We, no. we brought this tea in. I told you, we, didn't ha we don't have this tea in the Maya Tea Company as part of our normal line. So I called some of our herbal suppliers and sourced the best catnip we could find, and I brought in a pound of it, not just a little yeah. bit to play so around with. Yeah, so we got with. this awesome catnip at the shop, and I, I took some home. I think Tony, who does our ordering, also took yeah, some home. Yeah, he took home. some home for his cats, too. My cats went nuts because it's way better quality than anything you can find at, like, PetSmart because this is tea-grade, obviously. Mm. They drooled. They were, like, biting at it, and then they rubbed their whole face in it. And then they just like actually got in a fight with each other, which I thought was pretty funny because they're both declawed, so they just kind of get slapped like each other. Slap fight. <laughs> it was hilarious. And then Who I won? was <laughs> the older cat. Actually, isn't it the older cat that comes after me when I come to your no, house? No, it's the kitten. The oh, kitten, good. Then the yay one for the old one because that kitten will harass me to no end when I go over to their place. Well, she's a you know she's a kitten. She's a pain in the butt. Please. So, uh, but yeah, she got her total. She got her butt smacked by the other cat. It was pretty funny, but. Uh, Apparently, I read about what effect it has on cats because this was actually really interesting to me. It's the smell of the catnip, and they'll they'll bite it, but apparently it's to just to release more of this magical smell. So then someone got the bright idea to run an experiment at a zoo, and they brought a couple of fistfuls of catnip into like a 480-pound lion. Nice. Who loved it. Apparently, also, it's genetic. Not all cats like it. Oh, okay. Which I thought was interesting. But can you imagine, like, a 480-pound lion just like, yeah. Catnip. <laughs> and then you have it in your pockets, and you are now the sudden oh, object of that might be bad, that yeah. lion's affections. <laughs> wow. I just thought that was an awesome visual, though. <laughs> it is a great visual to have that poor zookeeper. <laughs> well, we are... Actually, in a good transition point, because catnip is a very soothing, calming tea. And we are moving on in our series on herbal teas on to 
chamomile. I love chamomile. And we're going to be doing oh. quite a bit on flowering teas. And chamomile is also a very soothing and calming tea. We use a lot of it at the My Tea Company. And we're going to talk about its many wonderful properties next week. I want to thank you folks for joining me. Thank you, Terry, for being on the show as always. Always good to be here. And thank you folks for listening to a somewhat sleepy host <laughs> as we get through the show. And please remember, as always, it's so much fun steeping around with someone you love. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to Steeping Around. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you when we come back with our third in the series on tea and liquor. Remember, steeping around is fun, but it's a lot more fun when you're healthy. Bye.